0: Hey Andy, did you see the new Profound Naturals order that came in mentioned the podcast?
1: No way, that's awesome. What'd they get?
0: They got one of each, a tincture, body butter, and our on-the-go move stick.
1: Oh, I wonder if they liked our episode on topicals.
0: I'll go get it boxed up and throw in some stickers.
2: Yeah, and actually, let's give our podcast listeners a special discount code this month, so anyone who uses the code PODFAN0822 before September will get 10% off their order. I love that idea,
0: so they'll just type in podfan 822 when they check out from ProfoundNaturals.com. Alright, this is ready to get shipped out, should we record the episode?
1: Let's do it.
0: Hey, we are the hosts of Smoke and Science, the cannabis podcast where two PhD scientists who are daily users break down natural product science so everyone can understand it. I'm Miyabi. And I'm Riley. In our
2: podcast, we cover a variety of really complex topics that could use a little extra explaining. We want to be able to break these down even further because we know a lot of you care about these subjects, but there aren't a lot of free, good resources on the topics.
0: So welcome to our chat. As experts in drug discovery, all of the topics that we're going to cover here are relevant to cannabis, any and all other drugs, including cough medicine. And today's topic is an introduction to receptors.
2: Welcome to Smoke and Science, the podcast where the deeper we go, we realize the less that we know. If you listened to the last episode on Receptors and found it interesting, our extra credit episodes are going to be a more detailed explanation of these concepts. We know many of our listeners love learning about the intricacies that are normally only taught at the graduate level, so the goal of this mini-episode is to provide that depth of information for free.
0: Yeah, this is going to go into the real mechanics of how receptors work, like how changing salt levels inside brain cells can actually lead to the effects we feel, because receptors are the reason we feel anything at all and are essential to life, because they control our ability to interact with our environment. So they control our ability to hear and taste and smell and see, and we also create molecules inside our bodies that activate specific receptors to help us maintain balance. And if you come away with this episode with more questions, please reach out to us on our social media at Smoke and All or on our subreddit r slash smoke and science.
2: If you submit your questions right after we post an episode, we can answer them in these extra credit episodes the following week. Also, if you like this in-depth content, please subscribe to our newsletter at www.smokeandscience.com because we will be sharing and posting things there in the written format for those of you who like visual learning. All right, we are going to start with the topic of what is a receptor? Because it is kind of this abstract thing. Even though all of us have them all over our bodies, they are really, really small, so we haven't really seen
0: them with our eyes. (laughs) And life would not exist without receptors. And the ability, um, I mean, so bacterial cells also have receptors. These are things that are um, necessary for living things to interact with the environment. And basically, um, anytime you feel anything, it's because of a receptor. So um, they're, they're little proteins
2: that can take in signals. It's the way that your body talks to itself. So different parts of your body are communicating by sending messages that are received
0: through receptors. And there's so many different signals too. There's so many different signaling systems and different molecules that are used. So some systems that you might have heard before that you're familiar with are like serotonin system, dopamine system, GABA system, um, the opioid system, hormone Um, hormone, endocrine systems. These are all systems that have chemical messengers inside our bodies. Our bodies are sending, like you might have heard the term neurotransmitter, Um, but our body creates molecules that go around and activate these receptors. And we can also activate these receptors by taking molecules from outside of our body. And so the example um, for cannabis is um, THC and the CB1 receptor, although it, it gets much more complicated than that. That's the large overview of how cannabis has an effect and how it changes um how you feel and so i think that um i think the most fascinating thing about receptors is how specific they are while also being so related to one another um they are each shaped uniquely they're like but it's not necessarily like a fingerprint unique. It's more like- Right, it's like the little
2: grooves in it and the special way that it's arranged is only gonna allow certain compounds to bind to that receptor. At this point, you might be wondering, how is this interaction so specific? So what I'm talking about here is that receptors like the CB1 receptor are actually just specialized proteins in the body. Proteins are built from a series of amino acids. Each of the amino acids is different and has different chemistry, so it will be attracted to different things. The exact series of amino acids that makes up that protein will determine what molecules interact with that receptor. So a molecule like THC is going to bind on that receptor, And when THC binds with that receptor, it's going to interact with specific amino acids on that receptor. Some molecules are more attracted to specific amino acids. And this is essentially what determines if a molecule will be able to activate this type of receptor or not. So you have a really specific receptor for a really specific molecule. And if that molecule is not present, that receptor will not be activated. But I guess we shouldn't say just molecules because we have receptors in our body that are responsible for like everything. So if if I'm touching this pen, I have a mechanical receptor that is telling my body like something is pressure on your finger or... If I'm listening to something, I have I have receptors in my ear that are that are able to detect changes in pressure. If you're looking at something, that's that's receptors that are activating in your eyes. It's all based on receptors. What you taste, what you smell, they're all different receptors that are only gonna be activated if a certain thing
0: is there. I'm trying so hard not to go off <laughs> on a tangent right now on the on the, PA. So the piezo the receptors, the mechanical touch ones are so cool. All right, I'm going to finish my tangent. So these are so cool because the piezo receptors basically have a little physical knob on them that when you touch something, either lightly or with more pressure, etc., these different piezo receptors will feel that touch by having the knob on the receptor move, and this allows ions or salts to flow into the cell, and that starts a signaling cascade. And this is how we can feel everything that we touch. Um, but I actually think the class of receptors that fascinates me the most are the TRPV receptors because they can uh, measure pH. So they measure protons or like acidity. Uh, they're the taste, they're they're known to be taste bud receptors. Like they're in our tongues along with being elsewhere. But they also determine, um, they can bind to anandamide, which is an endocannabinoid. And they can bind to capsaicin, spicy peppers, or the, sorry, capsaicin, the molecule that is in spicy peppers. Um, and so all of these things all things all of these phenomenon that, that's happening um they're they're driven by molecules interacting with these receptors and like we were mentioning earlier it's about the shape and I think that's one thing that is really really cool um is how the shape of a molecule what it is made out of will match up with very specific receptors and it actually when when they come together and it's like the molecule finds the right receptor, it will actually change the shape of the receptor. And that's how it turns that receptor on and causes all of these other things called a downstream process. Um, oh, there's such huge, a yeah. huge cascades of things that happen when receptors get activated. Like many, many different signaling pathways can be activated at the same time. So that's like when we compare receptors as
2: like a light switch, we say it's turned on, it's turned off. When a receptor is turned on, it's, It's not like that receptor is making legs and like running and telling the rest of the cells. It's like kicking off this cascade to release a bunch of other different messengers that are going to go interact with other receptors (laughs) and tell that specific message and then that's going to initiate another receptor. It's like, it's always this chain of events that's starting when you're activating one receptor, you're really going to be activating a bunch of different things in your body.
1: So what does it mean to be turned on? Probably not... What you're thinking. But my, my, my loose interpretation of this is that uh, when you turn the power on to your entire house at your electrical panel, there are dozens or more different devices in your house that could turn on and off after the fact. And that if one thing turns on and, you know, overpowers the circuit, then another thing could turn off. And there's a chain reaction of events that are happening from the moment that you flip on the power at the electrical panel.
0: So I think our next one is gonna be about all the different types of receptors, so I won't go into like, super detail with this now, but um, the most common uh, drug target receptor, which also, by the way, like most pharmaceutical medications and most, actually, all even also traditional medicines, true, uh, they can activate specific receptors, and that is part of how we know what they do and how they have beneficial effects in our bodies. Um, and now I'm losing my train of thought. You were talking like, about G-protein-coupled oh, receptors. I didn't yeah. say that, but that was where I was, <laughs> <laughs> was, where I was going with that. Um, I just wanted to talk about how many domino effects get started when you activate a GPCR and there's many different types of them right like most drug targets are GPCRs Um, so like the cannabinoid receptors are examples of that specific opioid receptors there's serotonin receptors and
2: that's because GPCRs are specific receptors like they're not just going to be activated by only changes in calcium levels or sodium levels like you need a really specific molecule or sometimes we call it the ligand that molecule is going to bind to the receptor and the receptor is specific for that molecule it's like a perfect lock and key analogy. Um, and then that's going to set off that chain of events. So your your drug needs to be specific to the receptor. And that way you have a little more control. Although I think we know that there's some, we, we over assume the amount of control that we have with a lot of different medications.
0: I think we just over assume our understanding of receptors in, right. in general, because, um, you know, we know a lot about them and it's, Uh, It's beautiful to understand that, but it's also shocking and startling how little we understand about how they work and how they work within each other or activate or alter each other. Uh, So for G-proteins, so GPCRs are called that because they activate a G-protein. That's why they're named that. And there are many different types of G-proteins. So the receptor itself can have different... Types of G proteins that it associates with, and that will cause a different domino effect that ends up happening. And this is what's the most wild thing: some receptors will activate different types of G proteins depending on if it's in a different cell type, or if it's um, even if it's next to another receptor. Um, and we don't really understand yet why um, that <laughs> why that happens. There's a phenomenon called heterodimerism, which is when two receptors come together, usually GPCRs, they come together and they signal differently when they've come together. Um, so, I mean, I think that they're fascinating, but the down, it's that level, after we say they're activated, when we say that, I mean, they're activated and, and uh, a, a thousand infinite different things and variables start. So as an example of how much we know and how much we don't know. We do know that the CB1 receptor, which is what binds to THC and causes most of the effects of cannabis. We know that when you activate that receptor, either through THC or through the endocannabinoids that our bodies produce, that it will activate or turn on the GI protein and that this GI protein goes on and has a signaling cascade through other enzymes that ends up making it more difficult for that neuron to signal. It ends up making it less likely for that brain cell to fire, and in general, it's called an inhibitory action. But what we don't know and what we don't yet understand and what we're still exploring is how the CB1 receptor that's in different locations in the brain and in the body and the CB1 receptor that's even in different locations within the same cells. So for example, if you've heard of the mitochondria, which is the powerhouse of the cell, it is the thing inside every single one of our cells that creates energy, there are CB1 receptors located only on the mitochondria. And it's actually been shown that those receptors are linked to very specific effects. So these are things that we're still exploring. And this is kind of what I was touching on when I was saying how much we know and how much we don't know. Because there's so much that we know, and it's beautiful, and there's infinitely more that we don't know.
2: Yes. And once a receptor is activated, depending on what that receptor type is and where it's located, they need a little bit of time to kind of regroup and re get all those components together so it can be activated again. So this is part of the reason why you can't just like, can't keep taking a certain drug and it's gonna keep causing the same effect because you do need to give your body time to recoup
0: after activating a bunch of receptors in your body. Yeah, it's like a secondary effect of drugs that we don't often talk about, is that there's, there's the effect that happens right when you take it. So that's when the molecules are in your system and they're activating your receptors. And then there's another effect that happens after that, which is if you are consistently taking a, any drug, um, anything as like a supplement, um, you are going to have changes in your receptor levels. And that's a second level, it's a second effect um, that happens later and it's slower and it's so it's slower to, ter- to come on and it's also slower to fade away. Um, and it's basically tolerance and there are actually advantages to it. For certain pharmaceutical medications, that's the desired outcome, um, specifically like mental health medications. Um, the goal usually with mental health prescription drugs is to get on a steady state that rebalances you and that you can function on with a high quality of life.
1: So let's take a second here to talk about the pros and cons of short-term versus long-term effects of, of cannabis use. Namely, we're talking about receptors. Receptors are good because they make you feel things. And if you have less of them, arguably, maybe you won't you won't feel as many things. So in the long term, if you're consistently using every day, all day, you're going to have less receptors and you may need more because you're developing a tolerance to feel anything. So long term versus short term, I think there's some obvious benefits to to moderating your use in, in some way because everything in moderation. Uh, but... As far as, as like negative side effects on the long term, I can only speak to my from my personal experience, but probably just like memory loss, or short term memory loss, or just being forgetful, it's probably the worst the worst of the worst. And I think the pros are outweighing the cons on this one for me.
2: I agree. It's all about finding that steady state. And to go back to the lock and key metaphor... You have a certain compound that can activate a certain receptor. So your key is that certain compound. The receptor is that lock. Uh, There are also compounds that can affect the way that the receptor works without directly binding right to where that key has to go so uh, we will in the future release a podcast about cbd but cbd can work in this way um with the cb1 receptor not directly binding into exactly where that key goes but kind of think of it like like a spider on the lock like you don't you don't want to go, you don't yeah, want to yeah. put the key in because there's a spider on it and that spider is not interacting with where that key goes, but it's still affecting how often that the lock gets activated or unlocked.
0: I'm thinking of, <laughs> another, I'm trying to think of another metaphor and the grossest one is coming to my oh, mind. Okay, poop? so I'm just going to say. It. You think of poop? Poop. <laughs> I mean, it works, <laughs> it works too, actually. Okay, no. I was thinking that like the CBD would be like a piece of chewed gum on the mechanism oh, of the yeah, lock. yeah, I can see that. So the CBD is like not, so if THC was the key, it bu- into the lock to turn it on to open the lock, the lock's the receptor. If CBD was like a piece of gross gum that was like stuck to the old gum, old gum, crusty and hard, and it's stuck to the lock and it's like, so like it can't turn properly. Yeah. And like you can open it, but not as much and not as efficiently and not as quickly. And so we,
2: we um, are going to make these short, these little reviews. So we are running, running we are running out of time, (laughs) but, um, essentially receptors are the way your body talks to itself. It's the way you feel drugs, any drug in your body that you ever put in it, it is activating a receptor. Supplements too. So this has been a pretty in-depth review of receptors. And if you're feeling overwhelmed, that is okay and normal. I think the most important takeaway from all of this is that different substances act on different receptors in our bodies and make us feel a certain way. Pay attention when you take a supplement, a cannabis product, or other substances to how it makes you feel. Over time, you can start to refine your perfect dose and concoction for your everyday health or for flares or situational medicine. Using a Diversity of products will activate different systems in your body and offer unique benefits and how you feel and your overall well-being is what matters the most
0: I'd like to just jump in because i know that there's going to be some really like sorry but like some really like i won't be negative people out there who like it to be extremely scientifically correct specifically even drugs that target enzymes because um, they exist as well and we'll talk about what enzymes are later they're a different type of protein there are drugs that target enzymes um, and even drugs that target enzymes alter levels of signaling molecules that is their purpose and then alter receptor signaling so would like to just um, end it with that one receptors are part of everything as are all the other parts of
2: our body Nothing and, is a vacuum. Um, if anybody wants a follow-up video make sure you comment on what subjects you want us to cover or if you have any questions we will be answering them in the comments
0: the best way to reach us with your comments and suggestions is through our website, www.SmokeAndScience.com. We also have a newsletter email list that we are building, and we are going to be sending out some pretty cool new stuff in your email inbox. So don't wait to find us on social media like Instagram at all or discussing it on our subreddit, r slash SmokeAndScience. If you want like the most up-to-date stuff about what we're releasing and you want to interact with us and ask us more questions, uh, sign up for our newsletter at www.SmokeAndScience.com. Hey, Andy, did you see the new Profound Naturals order that came in mentioned the podcast?
1: No way, that's awesome. What'd they get?
0: They got one of each, a tincture, body butter, and our on-the-go move stick.
1: Oh, I wonder if they liked our episode on topicals?
0: I'll go get it boxed up and throw in some stickers.
2: Yeah, and actually, let's give our podcast listeners a special discount code this month, so anyone who uses the code PODFAN0822
0: before September will get 10% off their order. I love that idea. So they'll just type in podfan 0 8 when they check out from ProfoundNaturals.com. All right, this is ready to get shipped out. Should we record the episode?
1: Let's do it.